You sound like a bitch, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Your fans become your haters. You done? Weird, weird. Yeah. Right. Yelling at the mic. Weird, weird. Doing this Yelling once. Weird, weird. Why you yelling at the mic? Rihanna just hit me on a text. Last night I left hickeys on her neck. Wait, you just dissed me? I'm perplexed. Insult me in a line? Compliment me on the next? Damn, I'm really sorry you want me to have a heart attack. Was watching 8 Mile on my Nauta track. Realized I forgot to call you back. Here's that autograph for your daughter. I wrote it on a starter cap. Welcome back. We are back with another edition of the Fantasy 40 Podcast with myself, Johnny Byer, my co-host, Matt Walker, and brought to you by our friends at Expand the Box Score. So, this edition, Walk had a kind of a fun idea. We had not done this before. Uh, over the years, as you can imagine, he and I have suckered uh, each other into joining leagues. The other one was in that we are either interested or not interested at all in playing, but here we are and we're stuck. So, uh Walk will kind of explain what the plan is here, but this should be kind of fun. So, Walk, how are you? And let the people know uh, what we're going to do today. <laughs> that was phenomenally said because, yeah, we, we were discussing five leagues here, and only one of those five leagues did we join together at its inception. So all the yeah. other ones, one or the other of us, joined and drugged the other one into. So it, it, it is ironic here. So, yeah, we just said, you know, this is a little bit of a lull, right, John? I was just talking before we went live, and it's like rookie OTAs are done, and now it's kind of like summer season where before training camp starts. Like, what else are we talking about? So why didn't we look into each other's teams and kind of rate where we think or, you know, <laughs> give, a little, give a little commentary about how <laughs> we feel about our competition, you know, in a league. So. You know, as John mentioned, we're, we are in five leagues together. One of them is a Debbie league. It probably just gets too convoluted. And then another league is this absolute monster that John drug me into, proper, appropriately saying 64 team, John? Is that is it 60? I, mean, I know there's no. There's some it, was, it was 96. They 96, cut it down. Okay. I think it's now 84 now. Okay, 84 team relegation league. So John is in the premiere of the premier league. I find myself in the first tier and working my way up. So before too long, John will have to deal with me as a competitor in the Premier League, but he is one of the alphas in the league. But we're going to start with two of the flea flicker leagues that I was in first that I brought John into. Actually, I brought you into the one, and then we started a second league with the same owners. Yeah, the, ones. the first league was standard, so John was already involved in the league by the time we form the second so we're going to start from the second backwards because the second is a super flex one and a half point tight end premium league where we started last year uh it was the inaugural season which spoiler alert i kicked everyone's dicks in and i won the league handedly (laughs) and now my team name is the aforementioned champ champ it was pinky in the brain which was a tremendous team name and concept for a league known as smarty pants but now i'm just 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 Willing it into a back-to-back championship. Me and Conor McGregor just holding up double belts at the end of the year. But I I obviously knew your team. It's fresh. And uh, what I wrote is it's very interesting, your team, because <laughs> it's clearly a rebuild. And I knew that's how you, you, you went into this. I said, but you have Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, and Najee Harris on your roster, who are very much win-now running backs. So a little, a little confused in the structure, along with what seems to be, a, a, you know, a, a narrative which runs through most of your leagues. Adam Thielen, 
as well, which you were just clearly there was a tremendous amount of value in Adam Thielen. Well, you can't get rid of. I mean, you can't get rid of him, right? This was the situation I had for years. Minnesota did <laughs> with the fucking what's his name, uh, Edelman. You know how many leagues <laughs> Julian Edelman died on my teams because towards yeah. the end there, you, it could be any week, and people were like, "I'll give you a you know a f- late fifth. It's like, wow, that's nothing. Yeah. So I'll just hold. Better to let him die. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, going beyond that, you do have Antonio Gibson on the bench. Tremendous. Love him. I will be making offers for Antonio Gibson in the not too distant (laughs) future from you. A ton of young wide receiver darts like we're at there. And then I went down to your taxi and I saw CJ Stroud, Hendon Hooker, Devin A. Chain, Sam Laporta. Again, a very common theme of most of your teams is one Sam Laporta sitting on the bench or the taxi on most of them. So I see where you're going. There's clear direction. You have to dump some of these pieces in, in short order. If you're really going to, you know, attack this rebuild with with some realistic end game approach because Skylar Thompson and Carson Wentz as your quarterbacks are not not a way to approach holding on well to some of those can, running can, backs. Can we discuss the the screw I took on this team? So <laughs> I, I went with the startup draft last year. I came out of that with Tom Brady, Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. And I thought this will get me through two years at least. Maybe Brady squeaks out a third. I thought Wentz would be, you know, on a roster somewhere, and I didn't think Matty Ice was uh, going to be one done. bomb year from fucking calling plays in the booth. You didn't think you, you so, didn't think he was getting Jeff Saturday? That's could, yes. Couldn't, couldn't envision that. So, boy, did I take the massive? Uh, I totally forgot, and it, like as you're saying it, because they're not on your team anymore, right? So it just yes. wasn't top of mind. But I remember when you walked away from that. You're like, no, I can compete. Like, I it's it's not it's not where I wanted to go, but this is where the draft took me. So it, you were a win now team theoretically. That is now fully. I mean, rebuilt. yeah, in a super flex league, ending up one year in with zero quarterbacks, I really got zero the uh, quarterback. Yeah. The finger in the sphincter, so to the say. The old banana so in the tailpipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and then we, I, I didn't look at any of my rosters before this because I wanted to get my <clears throat> take my beating uh, fresh. <laughs> but I, I got really pinched in this draft. And I had, I, I mean, luckily I, I loved Stroud. So I'm glad I young went ahead of him and I got Stroud. Um, and then I overdrafted Hendon Hooker in this league because I just had no choice. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. Um, Feel free to trash me some more. I don't really have a lot. <laughs> the, no, listen, things, it, it, things turn not, left very rapidly after year one. Yeah, I mean, very defensible in, in what happened with you and those quarterbacks. I mean, no one could predict. I mean, Tom Brady was always year to year, but certainly didn't think Matt Ryan was just done. And then Carson Wentz is just a wild card, right? So you didn't think you were like set at quarterback, but you certainly didn't think I don't have a actual starting NFL quarterback on my roster to start the second year of this Superflex dynasty. That wasn't that wasn't going yeah. to your head. You're like, I'm going to have one, and I'm going to have to figure this out. Right? I knew I had to address it. <laughs> I didn't know I would be desperate. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know CJ Stroud was your, your starting quarterback week one, <laughs> yeah. and that's it. That's your that's your bona fide that is know, it. single quarterback that you can roll with right now. So, I, and, you know, and I don't I, know when I don't know when Houston's bye week is, but I certainly hope Hendon Hooker is healthy by then. 
<laughs> right? We just or or Skylar Thompson or two is not one yeah. <laughs> and two is not. Yeah, I mean, which is probably a perfect transition into to my team. So, give me your two cents on this absolute juggernaut. So I ding you a point right off the top because I despise Conor McGregor. So you got the name change and that scumbag's face I have to look at. Fair um, enough. You have a lot of question marks here. Like, I, I like the team, but there's a lot of – I mean, Cousins is actually really safe at quarterback. You've got Tua – who, you know, unless he learned to fall, we're in trouble. Malik Willis, who looked like a decent stash a, a couple of years ago, is no longer. And Geno Smith could be Geno we saw last year or could revert to what we saw for his career. Running back, Miles Sanders, change of scenery. I mean, he's a fine RB2, which is good because you have Josh Jacobs, who is RB1. Does he repeat what we saw last year? It's doubtful, but they're probably going to want to run the fucking wheels off that guy. Um, James Conner, again. Not, not great for Dynasty, great for one year, I'm sure. That offense is a dumpster fire, though. Wide receivers, I love your wide receivers. Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, Debo Samuel. This is a, a list of gentlemen that I'm a big fan of. And you got Hawkinson, who was awesome a year ago. No reason he won't be. Probably even better. You talked about Thielen on my team. Without Thielen, I mean, Hawkinson's arguably the the – top guy to target when you're not getting Jefferson, who you have. I mean, that's the only ding I have there with a team that won a championship. You're, you're splitting the baby in Minnesota between the two of them, but they they, they were both just fine a year ago. You had wide receiver one and tight end two. So I think they'll, they'll make it work. Yeah. And I have Kirk cousins. So I am fully buying in too. You need, you need Minnesota points severely. And listen, and they got rid of Dalvin cook. I mean, Addison is the really only one standing in my way from like absolute full exposure (laughs) to the Vikings offense. True story. As far as passing game is concerned. So yeah, I I'm there on the running. I would love to move James Conner. I would love to. I'm fine with miles Sanders getting moved to Carolina. I think he has more upside because he can catch some passes that were not happening, but he's going to lose in the, the rushing department because the Eagles run offense was, Unbelievable. And then Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I love Josh Jacobs. So, yeah, it's like a sum of the parts, right? I don't have that, like, no-brainer, like, Saquon, CMC, like, top-end guy, like, now Bijan, like, that I'm like, okay. Yeah, Eckler even still this year, like, a game-changer. But I think, like, smashing them all together, I'm still going to I'm gonna get probably, like, a 15-point average per week with the three of them. You know, yeah, per guy. It, so. the, the only th- – your Achilles heel here – because your starting lineup is great, and it should be your your you're the champ, you're the reigning champ. Uh, your bench is pretty thin and kind of shitty. <laughs> uh, Derek McKinnon, God knows what to make of him. Cordero Patterson, who I actually like as a PPR guy this year. Penny, who has upside, uh, especially in Philly, but he has been unable to stay healthy. Spiller stinks. I do like. Uh, I think it's the only rookie of yours I like. I do like Kendra Miller. Uh, Zay Jones, who I kind of like as a, a bi-week fill-in guy, but then you got Greg Dortch, Claypool, who sucks. You you sure do love yourself some Elijah Moore. Change of scenery in Cleveland. Could be good, could be nothing. Tutu Atwell, who I have on too many rosters myself. I told you I added him, John. <laughs> I didn't remember where, but I know I ordered him. Rams are talking him up. <laughs> Their wide receiver core sucks. Could could be the you know eighth-year breakout, whatever. <laughs> Whatever that is. You took Keisha Boutte, who uh, may not even make the team. I like Ertz, but obviously older tight end, but decent depth, you know, 
easy plug-in when Hawkinson's on his bye. Jelani Woods, people are thinking, is a breakout. Albert O is a pile of garbage. And then your taxi squad is full of uh, bums. Uh, Muhammad Ibrahim, Keaton Mitchell, uh, Puka Nakua. And Brenton Strange, who we like Strange, and I, I like Nakua, especially in best ball. I don't think he'll ever make it off your taxi squad in your lineup at all this year. But not not the biggest names. I get why you took them. I, I don't dislike the upside there if they get a chance. But the problem is, will any of them get a chance? But, yeah, super top-heavy. Don't love your bench. Uh, when the bye weeks and injuries hit, I think you're going to have a rough go with things. Yeah, I mean – Entirely possible. I traded most of my draft picks because I was late. So I took Kendry Miller at the one at the at the one twelve, and then I traded draft picks for Penny and Jelani Woods and all just to try and help that bench a little bit because I wasn't relying on rookies. And then that whole taxi squad were pretty much post draft pickups because I had available taxi squad. But yeah, you you strange. traded your draft picks, and I think I ended up with eleven. So I mean, we took two very different approaches right out of the gate. So it is yeah. I had to stay in the interesting pocket, to see you where the teams I mean? are. Yeah, I had to stay in the pocket, keep swigging. So I get it. It's going to be an interesting year uh, for us because I am going full bore. You know, you traded me Keenan Allen last year for Jacoby Myers and a pick. I think it was my second uh, or or third. Is one of those two was what you were <laughs> willing to move off of to get younger because of the way your season was going. Allen helped me a ton. You know, now he's probably going to end up dying on my roster. <laughs> but it, it helped me last year um, yeah. get to the championship. So that was one of the picks that I that I lost. But you know, you got to you know, flags fly forever, right? So off of that, we're going to go into the the league that I sucked you into that led to this league. So it's the you know, shout out to the league of wannabes that I have been productively struggling for a few years now. Um, my team's name is Paper Champions because when uh, the commissioner sent me the league, it was actually a, a picture of a piece of paper with the names of the players written on it. It really gave me like, you know, visions of John DeBarry's, you know, first football league where everyone just got their first roster on a sheet of paper. <laughs> yeah, first. Okay. Yeah, carrot. Right. <laughs> Most so I still recent. have the image, right, where my team looks nothing like it did before. But you got brought in to take over an orphan. And this is one where I said you're very much win now uh, with your team, and I like it. I mean, our boy Showtime, Tyler Lockett, Mike Williams, again, Adam Thielen, Travis Kelsey. This is not a tight end premium league, so he doesn't really, like, you know, eviscerate people, but clear difference maker at the position. It's funny how you described my team because, for me, this is your team that has zero margin for error here with injuries because I don't like your bench. I mean, you're running backs of – Leonard Fournette currently not on an NFL team. Zamir White, where you already said they're going to run the shit out of Josh Jacobs this year. And then Keontae Ingram, which is funny because the two players from the last league, which were my bell cows, are the two backups you have in this league that you're hoping for injury where, you know, if Connor I need you. I need or Josh, from you. <laughs> Josh Jacobs goes down, it means Zamir White or Keontae Ingram could, you know, be a, a huge bump for you um, because you are starting Pacheco, who I like, but, you know, it's questionable. Dante Foreman, who I don't believe you're going to start when the season comes, but he's in your starting lineup right now. So you have bodies. Um, You don't have a bench that I'm particularly fond of myself. But 
in a single quarterback league, you do have two of there, but you still have Goff and Love sitting on the bench. So you're not you're you're going to be fine, you know, given the single quarterback function of it. You have three starting quarterbacks, so you don't have to worry about Tua's injury as much as anyone else. So I like your your construction here. Like I said, I think you know you're you're a playoff team, and you know should be able to make a a decent enough run. What I was, and it was ironic because you were talking about how many picks you had in the other league. I was looking for rookies on this team. And I don't know what you did with your picks. I mean, I see Marvin Mims here, who we both like on your taxi. But, I mean, some of these other names are like light round or post It's an orphan. I I believe they were gone. I I think they were already gone. (laughs) Okay, I was going to say, because then we're looking at, you know, Parker Washington, Trey Palmer, Justin Shorter, Chase Brown, like, are the only other guys where I was like, where are they? So, yeah, you must have been left with a bare cupboard. Because I, I wasn't seeing the reinforcements coming for this veteran-laden team, which yeah, is much like the, you said on my other team. I correct. You know, I'm top heavy. It's you know I, d- I didn't have the picks. You know I didn't move around yeah, to, it, to get the the youth. You know, and, and unfortunately, you take over these orphans and you get <laughs> pinched with whatever pick situation. Uh, the only thing I do like about that team is I like the Logo. upside of my bench wide receivers, like. Tony could be, I mean, and again, I know these guys can also be fucking nothing, but uh, I, I've always liked DJ Chark. I like him, you know, in Carolina could be their fuck could be their wide receiver one when, when mm-hmm. all is said and done could also remain injured and, and amass no stats. Ben Skarnick, who, you know, we just mentioned with your previous team, LA has nobody. <laughs> He he could be <laughs> their wide receiver two or three. Kadarius Tony, obviously first round pick, tons of upside with the Chiefs. Khalil Shakur, who people liked a year ago, they still have a lot of holes in their passing game behind uh, Diggs and Justin Shorter, who I grabbed in the draft. Same same thing as Shakir. Hopefully one of the two hits, and then it gives me an easy cut on the other one. Justin Ross, same boat as Kadarius Tony. Uh, Parker Washington, like the upside in Jacksonville, who. I think we've talked about this before. Jacksonville's wide receivers all have contracts that expire in a year or two. And, mm-hmm. and if Parker Washington can be anything, and fingers crossed he's you know one of these other Penn State wide receivers that ends up good in the NFL, <clears throat> it's not nuts that he could be their wide receiver one in two years. Um, Trey Palmer well, I think again. I think it's I think it's nuts he could be their wide receiver one. I don't think it's a stretch that he could be their wide receiver two, which there's a ton of value. In that, I don't, I don't see a world. So I got to stop you there. But he, well, I'm just saying in terms of contract, in two I mean, wide sets. Yeah, he could be the starter in two. Sure, they'll, they'll spend money around Trevor Lawrence. They'll, they'll either assume. resign one of these guys or they'll bring <laughs> someone else in. That's fair. But I could That's see fair. him being their wide receiver too, starter in two wide sets, or yes. you know, and then drops into the slot in three. I could see that. I, you know, I, I am holding out hope for Parker Washington as well. And you know, I have to give you, you know, I guess you changed my tune a little bit as you're walking through these guys. I do see the path. And yeah, Kadarius Tony, total wild card, but yeah, he also could be a tremendous amount of value. And then the rest of these guys, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of unsettled situations, right? Where you're just, you're holding and hoping, right? You're not making any expectations. Like Marvin Jones, who's on your team, seems to be only viable really for the first six weeks of the year while Jamison Williams is suspended again. But you're also unlikely to hit any bye weeks there of significance. So are you really going to realize any Marvin Jones value at that point in time? You know, probably not. But the rest of these guys, I mean, yeah, they're, they're one injury away from being one injury away, you know, and they're, they're certainly, especially in a league this deep, highly rosterable players. So I, I like your, your optimism 
for those guys. I mean, even, you know, DJ Chark climbing that insurmountable death chart in Carolina to be their, to be their standard bearer. Yeah. You, know, you have him and Adam Thielen. So you are, you are fully in on, on Bryce Young at this point in time, apparently in this league. <laughs> so pivoting over to your team, the paper champions, um, your team is, how do Amazing. I word this? You have, if, if your players can hit their, you know, 60th percentile or above, this team crushes. But if they hit their, you know, 40th percentile or below, this team stinks. I like this a lot more if it were best ball. I mean, we'll go right at the top of quarterback. You've got Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Sam Darnold. We know what the upside is for Jackson and Murray. We've also seen the the downside too. So if they don't hit their ceilings, you're you're kind of screwed. Same thing at running back. You've got Akers, Jonathan Taylor, Brees Hall, Khalil Herbert. Oh. Who who? What's that? And Jameer Gibbs. And Jameer Gibbs. <laughs> oh yeah, in your taxi. Yeah, he's on my bench. Yeah. Oh, they just don't. So yeah, I, I mean, yet, so. when you think about the upside for all those guys, you go, man, this is pretty good. Then you think about the downside, you go. Shit, Akers could get benched or cut. Jonathan Taylor, I think, finished twenty third last year. Brees Hall got banged up. You know, Gibbs is a is a total wild card given his weight and the history of that at the position. Got Kyron Williams in there, slowly running through the bottom of the roster. <laughs> so I I love the ceilings are great for your guys, but the floors are catastrophic. And it go, continues through wide receiver: Devonta Smith, Traylon Burks, Rashad Bateman, Jordan Addison. I mean. That's a all that's a who's four. who of Walk's favorite receivers, apparently. <laughs> and all four could be wide receiver ones. All four could also <laughs> be wide receiver threes. It's like, ooh. Yeah, wide receiver three. And, and, yeah. and then you're 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 starting tight end. You got Njoku who wheels up if things click for that guy. I mean, he's still young as shit, and he's he's been a tight end one in his career. He he's also disappeared for a couple of years. So the 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 team from top to bottom, yeah, I I love the upside. I mean, if things click, this team is going to kick the shit out of people you're playing every week. If things don't click, and I mean, <laughs> extends your taxi squad with Will Levis. I mean, that sums up his potential career too. So you've got a lot of guys that can. You can make a case for every single person on, in your starting lineup to be top twelve at their position. You can also make a case where these guys are giant disappointments each year. But I, I, I think for the most part, most of these guys will finish on the, the high end of their projections than the low end. So I really like the team. I'd love it in best ball. But I, I think this is a pretty solid team, especially considering the other ones, the one that has been the champ and this one wasn't. Yeah, listen, I told you, I've been productively struggling in this one. You know, I've turned over this entire team. I've, I've valued draft picks. I've traded away town. So I got young where I had to and moved away. I mean, I dealt Chris Godwin for Devonta Smith in a first when Chris Godwin was like fully realized Chris Godwin. And you know, I have an unrealistic affection for Chris Godwin as well. So you have a Godwin tattoo on your neck. <laughs> should. <laughs> should, you know, but that is paid off in spades, right? Because Devonta Smith is not yeah. going to fall off. It's actually been an upgrade from uh, uh, Godwin. And I forget what player I got. I think I got Addison out of the, oh, the trade. Well, I got Addison fucking, and Smith. That's a monster. For, for, for Godwin. 
Right. And That's you're right. Great. I mean, I'm living on like the tip of the spear here with these guys. I mean, <laughs> Reese Hall is coming back from injury. John Taylor got injured. Cam Akers, they tried to release him. They, they were like trying to trade him for anything to get him off the team. And those are like the stalwarts of my running back room. Right. But yeah, I mean, to add Gibbs and, and Addison this year, it's finally put me in a point where I'm like, yes, this is the year. Like I was still trading away pieces last year to not make the playoffs. Like I was actively <laughs> working my way towards the bottom because this is a potential points league. So you can't just outright tank. You actually have to move pieces for it to matter. So yeah, I'm in finally in a happy place uh, with this team and, and hopefully it all comes together this year. I would love to double champ this league. I would become intolerable, intolerable, intolerable <laughs> for a full year. If I go champ, champ, champ. On these leagues, that chat, which you barely ever get into, would mute the shit out of me. Because every day, you would just get the Conor McGregor, you know, walking oh, through the octagon, no. the shoulder strut. Every day for 365 days until the following season. You have to be beat the man to be the man at that point in time. But, yeah, those are interesting ones. Totally different constructs, totally different bills. Obviously, one's a super flex tight end premium. Other is old school standard half point PPR single quarterback. So those are, you know, couldn't be any different, which is interesting because it's all the same owners, totally different, you know, approaches, you know, to this. So from there, we're going to go into the league that you and I both joined at the same time. It's our off the rails league <laughs> with a lot of industry friends of ours which is a super flex league as well, not a tight end premium league. And starts off with me is I said, you could be set at quarterback if Pickett or Purdy can be like the best supporting actor to Joe Barrow. Like you have the alpha and Barrow. They just have to be in the 20s and you're in a good place with quarterbacks. You know what you're going to get out of Barrow. So you just need another guy that can be a mid-range QB too. And you have two potential options, obviously, in Pickett and Purdy to get you there. Love your running back room. You know, some of the, you know, at least one of the same guys that gave you a little pause on my team. You have Gibson again, which, you know, common theme. We're huge proponents of Antonio <laughs> Gibson here. Brees Hall, J.K. Dobbins, and Javante Williams. So you saw the Dobbins come back and you had to experience that last year. The same year you lost Javante Williams, which explains why your team didn't do as well this year because you were just in a bad place with running back because you lost Hall too. So you got a lot of ACLs happening Hall, right now. I traded for Hall. Hall was hurt and I traded a first this year to Scott for him, which at the time, you know, people were still talking about this 2023 class. So I feel like I got a fucking steal. I was wondering why Scott had seven of the 12 first round picks. In the draft, he really did. I'm just like, oh my goodness, he's picking again. <laughs> but it was pretty. I, I mean, yeah. And it helped. Did you want seven picks this year? I didn't. No, I mean, he tried to get out of there too. But you know, he's very much a ideals guy. Like, yeah, he was a post ACL running back. Values going down. Like, let's get out from under. Here, this Quentin, Quentin Johnson is who ended up going with the pick I traded away. Scott traded out of it. Yeah, but they'll see he didn't even where want. it went. Oh, so, so he traded one, a first for Brees Hall, and then he didn't want the pick that it ultimately. So ended I got up being. essentially I got Brees Hall for one hundred eight, which was Quentin Johnson. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, I mean it's you. You still need those running backs. Hopefully, Dalvin Cook doesn't land in New York because that would just be a whole pain in the ass. Because you know he'd get a multi-year deal there, and that just would 
eat into Hall's like premium years production. But all the reports have been Hall's. You know, he he had a one a single ligament tear. He's on track. He's on this. It's not the multi ligaments Dobbins and that Javante Williams are facing. This guy should be able to bounce back in a high powered offense now led by Aaron Rodgers. I mean, shit, he looked great with Zach Wilson under center. I mean, just imagine what he can do with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, he's going to catch more dump off passes. He's going to be you know be put in the, the appropriate positions by Rodgers. So, like the running back room, your wide receivers, I would just say, are okay. You have CD Lamb, like a true alpha, and then I was like. Sorry, George Pickens. You have a bunch of betas. I'm not a Michael Pittman guy. I'm George Pickens. I like Nico Collins, Lazard. You have a type right here. You have like they're all they're like the same size. Like they're all like six. I've tried to trade Pittman for two years. Nobody wants him. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been trying to work my way out of Pittman. Not I just don't ever think he's going to get there. I think he's going to be like a productive, good wide receiver in the NFL. He's going to just pancake a lot of D backs and you know and make tremendous one hand catches for his career. But I I don't see a wide receiver one. You know, he's just struggles with separation. You know, he's going to be the second target as long as Devonta, uh, Deontay Johnson is in town. So, yeah, I just, I, I just hoped he would add a better season than he did. And he didn't have a bad first season for what Pickett did, but maybe he pops this year. And if he does, I'd be moving him too, because I just don't think his market's really there right now because they're like, well, Pickett just sucked last year. He threw like 10 touchdown passes all season. What are we going to do? You got Deontay Johnson, you got Pat Farmers, you got Najee Harris. Like, what's Pickett's going to do? But just think good, not great in your wide receiver room. And then I said your your tight ends are good enough because this isn't a tight end premium league. And, of course, you drafted Sam Laporta, which caveat, just going back to the wannabes league where you were talking about like my Danjoku, that's the one league that we share that I actually have Laporta on the taxi squad. So I went <laughs> and Laported that taxi squad as well. But I think you're in, you're in a good place, you know, where you're having guys coming back from injury. You got a tremendous starting roster. I, I like your team. Yay. So let's <laughs> see. What do we have here for <laughs> we got another another Will Levis team for you who you've got plenty what, of I places. said John early on when we were talking really I said I have an oh. unreasonable amount of Will Levis. Yes. And it's because he just kept tumbling everywhere. Look, I, got, and I had a lot I of late it. picks. So whether it was late first or like into the second, I'm like, well shit. I, I gotta take them. <laughs> yeah. Your your quarterbacks are a bit concerning. So you got Will Levis. Who knows when he gets on the field, but you also have Tannehill. So you kind of have that Titans uh, quarterback spot locked up. Good thing they prefer to run the football. Um, You got Matt Stafford, who usually, I mean, the guy usually plays through getting hurt, but he saw saw him getting a little more banged up as he's gotten a little older here. Cooper Rush, the backup in Dallas, if anything ever happens to Dak, who you do not have. And then Jordan Love, who's a complete wild card. So, the Tannehill to, to Levis combo is good. Stafford's good as long as he's healthy, especially the early part of the year. And then Jordan Love, who my gut tells me he stinks, but my brain tells me <laughs> the Packers are going to just have this seamless, uh, you know, far to Rodgers to Love, what, 40 years of decent quarterbacks just to make Bears fans miserable. So mm. I, 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 I'm leaning towards him being good, even though, I, I don't think he's very good, but we'll, listen, we'll I haven't there. found myself in a premium position to fix quarterback because when we started this, I did kind of what you did in that other Superflex. I went with the veterans and I was like, I'll figure this out. So Stafford and Tannehill were the two guys I drafted to start. And then I got Jordan Love the year he came out. He's been sitting on my bench for three years now. And then Levis was the other one where I was just like, I need to do something. Cooper Rush is on my team because he started for me when Dak was out <laughs> during that stretch of time. That's the only reason I still have Rush. Like I have been 
yeah, turning over every stone for quarterback. Well, we talked about this when, when Jason was on the show. <laughs> you end up, if your teams are good, you end up in the Superflex leagues just fucking yourself as these quarterbacks age out. You're never drafting in a position to ever replenish. You're just throwing these darts on Will Levis and Jordan Love and and (laughs) Daniel Jones years ago. And we're talking about the guys that actually play. I mean, a lot of those teams have fucking uh, Zach Wilson or Malik Willis or, you know, fill in the blank, all the other quarterbacks who have done nothing that people had high hopes for. So you not only get to pick what's the, the, the opposite of the cream of the crop, the, the, the back end, the cream of the slop. You have those guys and cream then, of the court. <laughs> yes. And you need them. Not only are you wasting a pick on them, you also need them to hit because then you end up with a bum you can't use and you're still looking to attack the position. So it, it, it you, you're really in just such a bad, not you, like the general, you end up in such a bad spot when you have good super flex teams, older quarterbacks. You don't never have a chance to address it. So moving on to your running backs, got Damian Pierce, who I do like. You got Penny, who's great for these six games. He's healthy. James Robinson, who is on the streets now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston Scott, who will be awesome when he plays the Giants twice. Khalil Herbert, who I don't think is going to happen now anymore, which is sad. Fournette, who I love, but is also without a team. You got Travis Etienne, who I feel is going to lose a lot of touchdowns this year. Top to bottom, I think your running back room is a problem. I think you need some some help and some depth here. I agree with you. A year, <laughs> two years ago, and I was like, oh, James Robinson stole him. Leonard Fournette gets an extension to Tampa Bay. Like, yeah, I was, I was feeling pretty good about myself. Yeah, yeah. change happened now, quick. And like I said, adding into this draft, I, I mean, like, it hurt this team. Like, mm-hmm. You you got really screwed by this off season <laughs> at that position, but you know you're with running backs. Luckily, you're you're what one injury away from one of these guys just exploding. So fingers and you crossed. only have to start one running back in this league. There's yes, one which helps. Minimum, so there is a workaround somewhat if you really get kicked in the dick. So you you did uh, go after wide receiver here though you did get Jordan Jordan Addison again Marvin Mims who I know you like Puka Nakua who I've already discussed my feelings on him and Jaden Reed who I like in Green Bay and you get Calvin Ridley coming back from his uh, pioneering gambling decision because now everyone wants to do what he did um, Cooper Cup is coming back should have a great year as healthy. But you're pretty thin after that. Curtis Samuel was your second highest, uh, third highest wide receiver scoring. Um, and I, I don't think anybody wants to have to trust Curtis Samuel. We both like LaVisca Chenault's upside in Carolina. I, are you buying the talk that he's the Debo Samuel there? I mean, I, 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 mean, I bought I, I'm contractually, I'm contractually obligated to, John. I have been. I mean, just an unrelenting visca truther. And you see the splashes where you're like, can we just get someone fucking creative to give this guy 10 touches a game? I'm there like, with you. Anyone? Because he's, again, he's in a position now where they're going to have to get creative. It's old ass Adam Thielen. It's DJ Chark. It's two unproves in the Terrace Marshall and Jonathan Mingo. No, Hayden Hurst is their tight end. Nothing special. You know, their backfield is Miles Sanders. And then what Chuba Hubbard, like they have to use him. Like, sure. they have to. Do I think it's going to happen? No, because then I would be happy. And I'm not allowed to be happy, John. But 
I am holding him. I just drafted him in like the 24th round of a super flex startup or later than that. And I was like, look, hey, I'm, cle- just, I'm clearly still in. <laughs> I will not give up on this guy. I traded him for a fifth in the, in the premier league. Like the, the upside there is worth the well worth. I'm not, get, I'm not getting anybody yeah. in the fifth. That's going to potentially do what he can do. And then just cause you're on wide receiver. I traded the aforementioned Scott Connor for both Cooper cup and Calvin Ridley this past year when he was going for the chip, which he did. He won. Mm. Um, I gave him Devonte Adams. I got back Cooper cup plus for Devonte Adams. And I, that was a no brainer to me. I value Cooper oh. cup more in dynasty yeah. than like, than uh, um, Devonte Adams. And then I forgot what I got for Calvin Ridley, where I said, I'm going to take the chance on Calvin Ridley as well. So those two players were acquired this past year as I'm, trying to get back into the winner's column. <laughs> we're, we're the fleecing Scott Connor pod. <laughs> uh, so tight end here. Oh, I didn't even mi- mention Michael Thomas, who I, I probably you, shouldn't. You, you conveniently forgot him. But there's, yeah, you talk about the six games I'm getting out of Penny. I'm banking on nothing more out of Michael five, Thomas. Yeah, five out of him. Yeah, um, <laughs> tight end, Zach Ertz, who I, you know, like, but he's old. Aikens ended up in Cleveland. Don't love it. Hooper's a bum in Vegas. Luke Musgrave, who I'm a fan of. Albert O, who you've got far too much of across your teams. And Kyle Pitts, who, you know, is is what he is. A giant disappointment so far. Probably better in real football than fantasy. But takes a while for the position to develop. And until they get their quarterback situation ironed out, I don't know what he's going to be. This team doesn't feel bad as a whole. But each player, like I, I just kind of groan as I read their names. Like collectively, I I like the team. I don't like any piece of it individually. Really, it's it's a sum of its parts team. That's, yes, that's where we're at. And I agree with you. Did, I didn't have a lot of pits. And again, this isn't a tight end premium, so this isn't a league where I should have been like targeting him. But I did for some reason. The same year, I traded a future first to get Etienne. So neither of them have really lived up to their draft billing. But remember me, I was full Pat Fryermuth over Pitts, and I have a lot of Fryermuth. But this was one of the leagues where I was like, this this is where I get my Pitts share. And, well, and, and, and you and done I nothing but disappoint. Talked <laughs> so. about it a lot in draft season, which was, you know, it, at some point, especially in the later rookie drafts, after you do <clears> 10 <throat> other ones and you're finally on the clock and you go, well, I don't have any of this guy yet. This is probably a good spot to add him to the team. So there's, I don't, I think there's some value in that getting, especially for a guy who's got the upside of pits. If you don't have any of them, because you didn't pick high enough in other leagues. Yeah. It's worth trying to add them where you can, especially if you have none. I I, I don't think I have any. Yeah, I mean, and the only reason I got him is because it's not a tight end premium, right? So So he wasn't taken ridiculously high, but I still took him high. All things being considered. And yeah, something about Albert O, I am just holding on. I'm like, one more year. Sean Payton, let's see what could come of this. There's a new quarterback, there's a new head coach. Things can change in Denver. Yeah, just blank slate, his last blank slate. But yes, I have just been, you know, leaning into that athleticism way too hard for like one good NFL game I think he had so far through what, like three seasons. I think the challenge you're going to have with this team. <laughs> setting your lineup each week. It, it, it is really, a challenge. Yeah, you're really going to be humming and hawing over, uh, is, is, do I put Mooney in this week or Denzel Mims? You know, Terrence Marshall comes off a big game. 
do, do you put him in over Chenault? Like you, you have Marshall and, and, and Chenault, and I can see a world where <laughs> you start one of them and the other goes off. And as you we switch that every week, you, you're going to miss. <laughs> just torture yourself. Yeah, just keep paper yeah. cuts. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you said, I went super wide receiver in this because there wasn't really any running back value where I picked. So all I did was, you know, complicate the problem further. You know, is that, you know, I solved a problem I didn't have, but it's because that's where the value was. And that's yeah. the unfortunateness of it is I wasn't going to reach for running backs that I didn't think were going to impact my team. So instead I created a larger problem with like the dozen wide receivers I have at this point. And I just got to hope that some of them present trade value in the immediate future. Cause you're right. I have to, I have to get off of a, a little bit of this. <laughs> <laughs> There's just far too much decision-making capability possibilities here. Yeah. This has got the, <clears throat> I mean, this is where I go to like, you know, uh, fantasy pros and look at the, weekly expert consensus ranking and take my decisions out of it. Well, mm. fuck it. Everyone's got Marshall higher than Mims this week. I guess it's a Marshall week. <laughs> and then, I mean, that's... And if I, then if I lose that, if I lose because of that decision, I could just blame it on everybody else. Well, and does anyone, does anyone else see my week one Cooper cup, Michael Thomas, Calvin Ridley starting lineup going totally up in flames. I mean, there's, <laughs> there is a absolute world <laughs> where, yeah, LaVisca Chenault takes like an end around 50 yards to the house. And, you know, Terrace Marshall is the, you know, the, the alpha there. And somehow Zay Jones catches two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, this is all extremely reasonable. Wondell Robinson catches like 10 dump off passes for 80 yards. Yeah. There's a, there, there's a lot of ways this story ends. Most yeah. of them are in heartache. Yeah, I, so, I, I like where a lot of these guys team. will end up in points scored at the end of the year. Yeah, I'd be curious to see team. how many of them are in your lineup. <laughs> yeah, better the, the 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 best better and best ball team I I own right here. So <laughs> let, let's go through this last one real quick. I think we went a little longer than both of us had anticipated, but I did the homework on the Premier League, so we're going to talk about it. Right, this is a way too many team league with six copies of every player. It is a super flex 1.5 tight end premium IDP league. I'm not talking about your defense players at all. Cause that is just going far too, far too in depth. Other than the fact that you have a significant amount of Cincinnati Bengals on your defense, which I really found to be you have four, four different Cincinnati Bengals on your team. No one in the secondary. So all in the front seven, nobody on offense either. It's unfortunately very strange. All right. You, you want have Bengals offense. Yeah, we like the defense, too. We we like Luana Rumo, but you have the Josh Allen-Jalen Hurts combo. I just write, it's downright lethal. Great job. Seasoned at running back. You know, these names won't surprise anyone. Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones. I mean, these are, these are, Eckler was in a your guy. Aaron Jones has been in our guy forever. Chubb, we always say, probably the best running downs back in the league. Like, just great, just talent at the running back position. You have a hell of a trio at wide receiver and digs. I think Brandon Cooks is in for a good year in Dallas. He's going to give you a thousand and like six. And then you have Deontay, who you love. He's going to have the bounce back from the zero touchdown season. Yet another league you have George Pickens in, which you already said you were trying to trade him somewhere else. I don't want both Pittsburgh Steelers on any team. Like, so not a lot there. And you have Darnell Mooney, who I do. I do like a lot. But you know, there is going to be a week where I think you're going to be starting Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. When you catch the, a the for- problem there was I got Deontay Johnson with the anticipation of them kicking him aside. Remember, that was the thought for a while. And then they sign him with the extension and I go, fuck, I'm caught holding the bag with two yeah. guys tied to Kenny Pickett each week. Not good. Yeah, you're, you're playing the win-win game. All right. And yes, you know, so you got the, you got the win draw. <laughs> 
I got right. the lose lose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, tight end Schultz. I mean, he. I think he's largely a byproduct of Dallas, but he is the starting tight end in Houston. You know, the, a rookie should lean onto the tight end. So I don't think you're gonna get crushed there. And then you do have Chig at tight end. So I think you're just gonna be playing matchups all year long with those two, and there's nothing wrong there. And then, like I said, you're very Cincinnati heavy on defense, and you have a good secondary. Which I did you know. just trade Injoku for a second. I saw that. Co- I, I saw that days ago. I, I might have like given I, you my second. I don't know where you got your second, but because I was looking tight end, I was trying my damn to trade off from Musgrave. It's like, earlier last, than yours. Okay, yeah, the last like ten picks before mine, I was just offering everything. I was offering my second and next year's second to go up like ten picks to get Musgrave. No one bit. So Musgrave went literally his last share went to pick before me. Before we had pain when you're in these leagues where there's six copies and you're just watching like the name keep popping up. <laughs> like, yeah. Now I got to check and see how many, and you, you start counting. You're like five. Okay, I ain't getting them. But yeah, I, I I just because I had Chig and because I had Schultz, I felt like I had enough depth there to mm-hmm. f- get. Nobody was going to give me more than a, a middle second for any of those guys. So I figured whoever. People were trying to get Chig too, but they were trading in later seconds. So I just figured I can get out of one of them. I'm still happy with my depth and get a pick for next year uh, tacked on there. Because I, I have no picks in this draft now in that league. And I ended yeah. up with, I think I have 10 now for next year. So I'm kind of happy with how that turned out. And that's the team where, again, you're in the premier division of the premier league, right? So you're going to put yourself in a very nice spot to reload next year. That's good. And I'm and I'm lucky and like I think with Allen and Hertz, I'm gonna score enough points to not worry about getting relegated. Like I'm I'm probably uh-huh. even if the rest of my team sucks, I'm still probably five hundred. Yeah, exactly. You're not bottoming <laughs> out and losing status, right? Like yeah, I'm trying to work my way up there. So give me your two cents on my Premier League team. <laughs> so you got got Burrow, who you talked about earlier on one of my teams. Can't beat that. You've got, you know, a locked in top five quarterback cousins who we both like despite everyone else shitting on constantly and then Tua who you know got tremendous upside that his problem has been he hasn't been able to stay on the field so if he can just remain healthy and stay out there I think we're both happy so I do like your I like your three better than my three even though my top two is super duper heavy um running backs you have don't go through Gar- all of them. Talk about the ones that garbage. <laughs> yeah, you, you've got Travis Atn, who we talked about the the criticisms there this year with them bringing in Bigsby, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, who I love, who was technically your uh, best running back last year, and, but knowing that you were kind of screwed here with a lot of bums, you did go after Charbonnet, who I do like, although I don't know if he's going to be RB one material, but you got to you got to put him in there. And I, other than that, yeah, you got a lot of Yuck! You can hope for something from Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but I would imagine you're going to try to trade him if you get anything out of him for a couple weeks. But you need a lot of help there. So you got more draft picks coming up. Probably going <laughs> to, I would assume, attack the running back position. Wide I don't receiver. have a third. I have a bunch of fours. So I got to think anyone worth the shit's going to be gone by the time I start picking in the late fourth. But you never know. I'll be throwing Possible. darts. That's for sure, John. So uh, at wide receiver, you got C.D. Lamb leading the way. Can't knock that. Christian Kirk, who I still like, even with Ridley coming back. T. Higgins, who is, you know, arguably the best number two receiver in the league. So that's your three starters. And lots of upside. You got Gabe Davis. If you had to plug Chase Claypool in, even though he sucks, I mean, he is a starting running back for the Bears. 
or I'm sorry, wide receiver, Michael Gallup, who we both like, even though Cooks being there kind of dings him a little bit more, more LaVisca Chenault, who we've ranted about. And then Cortland Sutton, who I still like, even if Denver doesn't like him, I, I still just, you know, he's only played wide receiver, what, five years now total? So I, I think there's still tons of room for growth. And if anybody's going to get out of him, it's probably Sean Payton. Then tight end, TJ Hawkinson, who's a fucking stud. Yeah, John, who's a, yeah, <laughs> and you should. Janu, who's a bust, Zach Ertz to fill in for for the weeks. Hawkinson is off. Um, very very top heavy, but this league, I think a lot of the teams are super top heavy. It's hard to build really good depth, and you really don't want it because you're just trying to score the most points possible. It, mm-hmm. I, I have found in this league, if people will get pieces, so if you could trade, you know. Chase Claypool, Gabe Davis, and Russell Gage, and get like a a, a locked in wide receiver three. I I would absolutely do it, and people do make those trades in this league. But overall, I like the team. You're you're trending up. Uh, I got Alexi Lalas as your logo, which I think is awesome, <laughs> given the soccer theme to the league. But um, yeah, I, I like the team. It's it's an up and comer. You came in as a as a orphan, and you already moved up one division, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you're. Trend in the right way. That's all you got to beat is your little group of 16 each week. So I, I think you're doing it the right way. And, you know, kind of like I said, with my quarterbacks, you have enough points at quarterback that you don't have to fear being relegated down. The The hard part is, yeah, making sure you score enough each week to get into the playoffs to move up a division. Hooray! Yeah, my uh, my running backs killed me. I, my hand was forced on Charbonnet, who another one of those guys I didn't have any shares of, but I just needed someone that's likely getting meaningful touches in an offense, and I do believe Seattle's going to want to run the shit out of the ball oh, this yeah. year. So I it was between him and A-Chain, and A-Chain had upside, but I have fear that Cook's going to end up there, and then like there's just like a ton of running backs they're going to want to get touches to. So he's just going to have to wait his turn and, and get you know eight to ten touches a week. So there wasn't really much of a much of a decision based upon this league of I needed someone now, like you said, it's, uh, I'm not just drafting for depth and waiting and saying like, I need a guy that's going to contribute. And he got the draft capital. I did like the player coming out as well. I didn't like the landing spot, but you know, you check two of my three boxes. I'm going to be somewhat interested in you. So we're going to, we're going to hope Mr. Charbonnet. And, and, and you're out. not totally fucked either. I mean, Stevenson and ATN, yeah, uh, I got two two clear cut sufficient one two. Yeah, yeah your your trouble is gonna come <laughs> with beyond the that. Yeah, beyond that, right? We're gonna have to we're gonna have to get creative. So we'll see how that pans out. I did take Jalen Carter with my late second round pick because I timed out because I was the one that went on the clock in like middle of the day during Fourth of July, and I didn't look at my phone for like <laughs> ten hours. So I timed out. Um, once I knew I wasn't getting Musgrave, I really kind of stopped paying attention. I was like, uh, yeah. I'm not trading up anymore, so I'll get there. Well, I timed out, and I just looked down, and I'm like, it's all those receivers you know about, and then it's like defensive players. And I'm like, listen, if he hits and he's a difference maker, I have Aaron Donald on his team on defense. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the shot. You have to start defensive tackles in this league. Why not take a guy that they're saying could be generational, but clearly a reach. There was no shares of him gone. None have went since. <laughs> like, say, It's funny when you see the draft, and it's like no one's looking at defense as they shouldn't. I mean, other really than uh, Will Anderson, who did go earlier on, you know, for, uh, for the, well, the thing too, with, with your roster, once Aaron Donald retires <clears throat> in the next two years, I mean, 
if Carter's anything like they think he's going to be, you can just plug him right in, no problem. And actually, a year ago, Derek Brown scored more than Aaron Donald, who you also mm-hmm. have on your team, and so do I. That guy's a f- early pick, also. So mm-hmm. nothing yeah. wrong with. I, hey, listen, I'm building. I'm building in the trenches, John. That's, that's that's what I'm doing there. I mean, not to go super in depth here with IDP, but I say this a lot with quarterbacks. To me, there's a certain amount of value, right? With taking a guy like Jalen Carter, and then guess what? You don't have to fucking even think about defensive tackle mm-hmm. for another five to six drafts, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm done with this. I don't have mm-hmm. to look at it again. I'm. It's just completely washed my hands of that position. So I think, you know, like you said, maybe you took them a little early, but what kind of draft peace of mind have you bought yourself to eliminate yeah. a position from even crossing your mind for the next Yeah, I mean, five sure years. to him just going totally off the rails. Yeah, I created a secession plan. Yeah, my uh, my, my defensive line has been solidified for probably the life of this league. <laughs> yeah, so there's a couple positions where I love doing that quarterback always. I'm like, if I could just get this young guy, and I don't even look. Like, <laughs> it makes my future draft so much easier. I'm just done with this. I don't need to well, waste any of my energy. Better about it. I looked around, I'm like, Who's the difference maker? No. Jalen Carter. <laughs> you know, scoring be damned. Who's left you know, the late second round of this deep draft that is going to impact my team and then short term, Jalen Carter. You may not have to look at the position when you're on the clock until you're in your 50s. <laughs> there's a value to that. There is, to me, there's such a tremendous value to not. I mean, that's what I say about quarterbacks all the time. If you could get – I mean – we talked about earlier how you're scrambling in some of these other leagues. You're like, fuck, how do I get somebody in this position? You could lock up two of these young guys early and then go, oh, shit, I'm done. It, it, to me, it just makes your drafts <laughs> so much easier not to have to look at one or two positions. Like, you know, where, where you've got Hawkinson and, you know, some teams have Hawkinson and Laporta. What I was trying to get know? Musgrave. I was trying. So the, there was. There was a. You know what I mean? Now, now you've eliminated tight end for another five years. It's just nice not to even mm-hmm. have to look at a thing and have that luxury. But that will yep. do it for us. That was this was fun. It was a good idea. I I, I feel we were slightly too kind to each other. We should have. Uh, well, the <laughs> problem is, John, is we have a lot of the guys we each like. I mean, we're much like this podcast. We're very like minded. Now, there's rarely a guy that I really like that you despise, and vice versa. There might be ones like indifferent on, but we typically hate the same players. Like, like, and we typically love the same players, right? Just like how much we yeah. love Aaron Jones is how much we hate Ronald Jones, right? I mean, it's just, <laughs> you know, it's like just perfect balance in life. Like, there's not a lot of guys where you're just like, I don't see and there's, it, man. And there's usually very little convincing. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll DM each other something. We'll go, oh, look at this guy. We both go, yeah, I like that guy. And then show yeah, somebody oh, else yeah. and go, that guy sucks. Yeah, he's garbage. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen enough. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. So this, we're, this was we, fun. We, we Good can idea. Be pessimists, right? Yeah. We're like minds on the forty. You know, that's what you come here so, for. So it was fun. Get us yeah. out. Yeah. So going forward, I think we're coming right up upon it. We got about uh, only a, a limit, small limited window here before the NFL season kicks off. We're going to be doing our uh, team and uh, divisional breakdown. So look forward to that. And that might be the only thing we're doing until. We're back into the season. This offseason seems to be flying by, and that part of it really seems to scream past. So 
Be sure to come back for that. We'll do uh, teams, divisions, breaking down everything for fantasy here. So thanks for checking this one out. For myself, John Debari, my co-host, Matt Walker, we are the Fantasy 40, and we are out of here. Like that you wrote me there. I don't think I've really ever paid attention to what you write it right in there. I didn't. I did it. You know what? It's because I put it on the new, on the old computer. It was just saved. I didn't even notice. Oh, it's all me. I was like, yes, it is you. <laughs> you, you are you. You are him. It's I don't even know how to thing. change it. Yeah. Before you, before you connect. Been playing Mario Kart with my kids, so now it's a me. There you go. <laughs> yeah, they love, I like, Mar- my son I like Mario Kart, dude. My son fucking. I mean, I I love I loved it in college, but now played it again. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the best. Oh, game it's ever. fun. Oh yeah, I listen. I I get in there too. Did you see the movie? I did. Disappointed. Really? I thought it was pretty good. It was. I didn't think it was nearly as fun as it could have been. For whatever reason, I felt like they tried to go like tragic dark. For some reason, and make it like I, super serious. I felt like just so many moments, and then the fact Yoshi wasn't in it just totally threw me off. And like I oh, get it, like there's almost like I didn't a even notice. Like, but he's my favorite, and I was like, "Where's Yoshi? What's oh, really? Going on here? Oh yeah, I Yoshi never played any of the Yoshi, dude. Games. Oh, missing out. Yeah, yeah, I was. I it wasn't terrible, but you know, I was like, eh. there was a lot well, of shit after I, all I these years. I'm not going to be able to give you an example of what I'm talking about at all, but there was so much little shit that I noticed that like, I know my kids had no idea, just little sound effects from like the games and shit. And like, you know what I mean? Somebody would go Mm -hmm. in something and it was some weird sound that was only from an old Nintendo game. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. But yeah, for, if you weren't old enough, you wouldn't even know what the fuck it was. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, look at that. Like I said, I can't remember all the specifics, but I know there were a couple times I was like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. I mean, listen, it was it was done very well. I mean, it was very visually appealing. I don't know. It's just it. I'm like, where's the humor? Like, there's this like this is a kid's movie. Like, you don't have to make it like, you know, it's like PG-13. <laughs> like, this is a video game. <laughs> so, where, you selfishly, know. I don't even think of my kids the whole time. I just mm. <laughs> this was a movie for me. <laughs> <laughs> that I drug them to, but they oh. both really liked the movie too. They they thought it was yeah. See, my kids cool. were in, they were into it, but yeah, a little bit of me was like, yeah, I feel like they missed the mark a little bit on this one. Well, so they made a shit ton of money. There'll be a part oh. two shortly. <laughs> they certainly will. Certainly I think, will. Did you see it early? Like I I wanted to go see it in. Uh, I, I don't even know what the I don't go to the movies enough to even know what the fuck they call it when they you know. The bigger screen and all the fucking fancy shit. I ended up just seeing it like a regular oh, like IMAX or whatever. Yeah, see, like see I saw it on an IMAX screen. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I don't I, do. I don't fuck around with 40 anymore. It gives me massive headaches. But I, I don't even know, know what it is. I've never IMAX been. What is it? You just wear you wear glasses. Yeah, it's like is the, it better than 3D? I mean, well, yeah. I, I mean, there's one more day. <laughs> 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 can you always get more d's i thought I mean, 4d was like i thought 4d had like the vibrating seats and all that shit listen you're talking about d and vibrating 
I think we're going severely off the rails at this point in time. I'm right on, I'm right on track. John's like, I'm going, I'm, I'm striping it right down the middle. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> this is up in my sweet spot. <laughs>